Hello again, and welcome back to No Time Today's Network on Channel 1879. Feel free to hit up the bar, feel free to hit up the washroom, just peruse, live your life. We're just here to report, um, you know, the news that the enigmatic they give us to report, of course. Um, again, I'm Angeline Prakash. Metro Vancouver has the highest gas prices in North America. And experts are warning residents to expect paying more for many things. Uh, I'm probably going to have to go back to crime soon. Stealing gas. And it's easy to tell which kind of gas you're stealing because 87 tastes like shit. 94 is kind of tangy. And diesel actually tastes pretty good. Yeah, well, Ash, we don't both live in a townhouse with our parents for fun, that's for sure. Yeah. I mean, it's so fucked up with all of these government taxes and bullshit. Vancouver has to go and add all these other stupid fuck you in the ass transit taxes on top of people who have the ability to drive around. I mean, come on. It should be the same as other provinces like Toronto and Alaska, okay? I'm poor. I need to drive around, and it's not a bad thing if I'm stealing for a good cause, like myself. Right? Right. It certainly still is, Ash. Moving on, over the last two years, over the last two years, multiple statues of North America's founding fathers have been protested, vandalized, and in some cases, knocked down. Ha ah, the creepy shrines of these pedophile colonizers have been finally taken down. This lawlessness has now reached the global mainland. This women's march on Valentine's Day saw feminists marching in to Gastown, throwing red paint over Gassy Jack, and eventually knocking the statue over of the former saloon owner and sailor. Wow, lawlessness. This is activism. John Date literally kidnapped a 14-year-old indigenous girl and then fucking married her. And the Judge Begbie statue was removed because city councillors passed that shit by unanimous decision. Okay, okay. So this type of historical erasure has caused an uproar of public outcry. Right? Residents are urging that what the community should have done is reach out to the government and have some meaningful discourse because the government would have acted. Yeah, well, I guess the government is very quick to act on the concerns of women and the indigenous community. I mean, they're always prioritizing the uh, true history of this country, right? Yeah. Yeah, no eraser over here. Just facts. Very, very cold, hard, true facts. Careful, Ash. Wouldn't want to get doxxed. Wouldn't want to get censored by the government or the other C word. No. Corruption. <laughs> no, no, we wouldn't want that. In all seriousness, though, the Sir John A. McDonald Monument in Toronto was also knocked down in 2020 after activists characterized our first Prime Minister of Canada as a white supremacist who was implemental in implementing, instrumental in implementing the residential school system. Mm, in all seriousness, you kind of saw it right now. You didn't have a shower before coming here, did you? Um, 
The McDonald's government also welcomed laborers from China to build the CPR. But as railway construction ended, he implemented a $50 duty, which in today's dollars is about $1,500 for every single Chinese person who wanted to come in. The fucking Chinese head tax. <laughs> precisely, precisely, that is what it is. Next up on You Get a Statue, we have Edward Cornwallis, who proclaimed the reward of 30 pounds for every male Indian prisoner who was brought in alive or a south. His statue in Halifax removed and placed in storage. What the fuck are they doing with all of these statues anyways? Are they just hanging out in a container having some kind of therapy session reflecting on their shitty colonizer behaviors? Are they in some kind of 12-step group for fucking racism or something? In some kind of eco-friendly fucking container? Certainly sounds very fitting for Vancouver, doesn't oh, it? Oh, sure shit does. Which brings us to our last freedom fighter this evening, Emily Murphy, who is also referred to as a trailblazer for social justice. In 1960, she became the first female magistrate in Canada and in the entire British Empire. Yay, women, right? Here we go. She's best known for her contributions to Canadian feminism, specifically to the question of whether are women persons under Canadian law? Wait, women are persons under law? Well, Ash, in the 1920s, the white ones weren't. In fact, Murphy was pivotal in the 1929 persons case where white Canadian women were finally eligible to be appointed to the Senate. Hmm. <laughs> Canadian feminists, huh? You were the white feminists, wasn't you? In 1922, Murphy published her book, The Black Candle, where she described the aliens of color in Canada conspired to form the ring, which planned to corrupt the white race with drugs. Oh my god, I guess white people have never given anybody drugs before 1920, or given anybody alcohol, or anybody any kind of blankets with diseases in them. She suggested deporting people of color. Now, this didn't exactly happen, but it did lead to our first ever governing of anti-cannabis law, a year after the publication of her book. We were actually the first Western country to do so, 14 years before America. What a great white feminist. <laughs> um, since you know that Murphy also supported the eugenics movement, she said that unfit members should not procreate. I mean, cheers to that. Just go right ahead and add your own name to the list.
the no ties. Yes. And your brother and sister, by the way. You know, just so you know. I kind of know. I got I got to see. Oh, what are you and, and, and single. Yeah. Can you believe that shit? There you go. Dude, the wreckage is gone, so you got a chance now, right? Like it's, right? Intercourse machine is gone. <laughs> the wreckage. Okay, dude, all that whole time, I was thinking about was the wreckage having intercourse. That whole time, I was filming and I'm listening to that. Right? Who was it? Who was appropriate? But can I just I, I, I learned a lot from him doing that. And the thing is, like, you know, when he dipped into the accent, I'm kind of like, yo, that accent sounds kind of cool. I can't do that because my ancestry is Indian and there's nothing fucking cool about me talking like this. How cool do I sound? I sound very cool, right? It doesn't sound cool at all. But he went into this very noble accent and sounded like he was very... You know what I mean? Yeah, like, totally. There was some power in his accent. I know. There's nothing but laughing yeah, was good. when I do the accent. He was so good at that. Yeah, the Richard knows what Jaren Drew has a real, like, he better bring the fire, the sexy fire. You know what I was wondering, though? I just wanted to finish my point. Yeah. When, when I was thinking about the wreckage having sex, I was like, no, but seriously, seriously, I wanted to ask you this because, well, okay, listen, listen to me. It, it makes sense what I'm about to say, okay? When he's having sex, and he says he likes rough sex, okay? Yeah, he says he likes rough sex. And he's like, say my name. Do you have to say duh wreckage, or do you just go wreckage? I think you just say I'm wrecked. Like, does he correct her? <laughs> Can you imagine correcting her mid-stroke? It's duh. Like, listen, as a duh wreckage. Like please. a transformer. <laughs> I'll transform her. Don't get wrecked. So, just a word of advice, if you see wreckage at a club, do not try and tongue jump. Yes. Right. <laughs> the wreckage. Let's go and play video games. You could play video games and watch anime. Yeah, watch anime and video games. Do you watch anime? Uh, no. The only an well, so this is a true story. Uh, my friend asked me to download some anime for her store okay. uh, to have on the TV screen. So I started digging deep into anime. And then, I don't know if any of you ever had this happen to you, uh, but you start digging into anime porn. <laughs> Okay. Okay. I don't know. Right, and he starts doing sure. it, and all of a sudden, I'm locked in the anime porn for like an hour. Right. Now what? It's so we say. <laughs> um, I'm anime porn. I'm assuming it's it was a dry session of anime, anime porn. Animated, right? But it's animated. It's animated porn. So it's like Goku uh, rocking. Uh, it's usually here. some uh, like alpha female. Uh, that is like dominating some poor Asian anime person, right? Yeah. Right, and he's usually like never had sex before, and she's just dominating the entire thing, putting it all out there like it's like a Wednesday for her. You know what I mean? It's true. If you haven't seen anime before, go and look at it. He's, he's literally telling you to go. Dude, there's anime a whole before. thing that's like million views, million views. Like our high top phrase podcast, yeah. like. Max was like 300 views, and we're doing some serious shit. Like, we're talking real. One million people watch cartoons have sex. Like, what are we doing wrong? What are we doing wrong? That's a problem. Yeah, it's crazy yeah, world. It's no, a crazy world. We need to have some uh, Mike animated One Punch Man. Oh, no. 
type anime porn. Yeah, it's fucking hilarious. I gotta stay away from that shit. So we're very, very excited for our next guest. Uh, I've been watching this guy do his thing for a little while. Uh, one of the funniest stand-up comics that I've seen in a minute. And he gave myself and The Wreckage our first opportunities to get on stage and also do some stand-up comedy. So um, another alumni of the high phrase. And a funny story before we get too deep. Um, the very first time uh, we met, we said, hey man, come on the podcast. We got a podcast, it'll talk, it'll be funny and stuff. Saw him on stage, he killed it. Comes to the podcast and um, was silent the whole time. And, I mean, possibly it's because of the cannabis that we were smoking is very, very strong and it kind of put him in his own. Oh, yeah. But you know what he told me afterwards? Mm. He told me that when we invited him on the podcast, yeah. that he was going to get beat up. Yeah, the dark alley. Or, or, to my or rage or something. Oh, that was him. I thought that was Jessica. Sorry. <laughs> it was him. Jessica can hold her own. Yeah, uh, but yeah, he was actually scared of meeting us. Yeah. So we had a two-hour podcast and he just sat there oh, was crazy. and stared at us like a fucking weirdo. Yeah. But since then we've grown. We've grown, he's grown to trust. He hasn't right? physically grown, but yeah. he's grown to trust us. Grown to trust, that's yes. all we ask. So we've had some magical times since then. But uh, make some noise for Jaren Drew. Yeah. Okay, the wreckage is gone. Yeah. I thought you were going to let's make fun of black people. Oh, no. <laughs> 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 That's the way to go. That's how I'm trying to do that. Thanks for having me. Absolutely, yeah, man. Word, word. You've been a great time since we met. Yeah. Um, having you here is very exciting for me. Now, I see you doing different stages literally on a daily basis. You're putting a lot of work in. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. What, what are you working towards? Uh, to be honest, right now, I'm working on my 15 minutes. Uh, clip, you know what I mean? So, so where I could submit it to bookers in LA and um, I'll eventually get paid out there and get my visa. So, we're gonna that solid 15 minutes, you know what I mean? Nice. So, yeah, up. man. 15 minutes gets you a visa now? Uh, 15 <laughs> minutes does not get you a visa, but it does get you some attention if it's a good, if it's a good 15 minutes. Dude, how did it feel the first time you went on stage to do comedy? Man, here's the thing, like, um, I was a lot cockier back in the day. You know what I mean? I wasn't humbled. I, uh, I sold drugs, you know what I mean? Mm. So I had a lot of people around me, you know what I mean? Like, and uh, the first time I got on stage, you know, like, uh, I made the announcement, yo, uh, yo guys, I'm gonna be a comedian. 30 people showed up for my first show in Montreal. Nice. 30 people showed up and um, that's it, man. After after uh, the, the set, I'm like, yo, next yo, next Russell Peters. I don't know why I didn't say Joe Coy. <laughs> I was like, yo, next Russell Peters, man. And I thought I did 10 minutes on, the, on stage, but I, all I did, was three minutes. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Like, I was so. And then after my boys took me to the club, and you know, like, like you're like 21, you're cocky. You know, next best. You know, next best thing. You know, I'm down there getting drunk. I had a girl back in the day too, so it was like it was a very uh, humble experience. Uh, the first time I went on stage. So you were part-time drug dealer, part-time comedian. Yes, sir. Now it's funny because we we said we said drug dealer, and everybody's face is kind of like. They're checking their pockets. What? Do I got some shit right here? This man yeah. drugs? Did you ever find this? I just narcotics. What was it? What is it? Yam yam? Just, it? A five, just like a five piece of weed, you know? Oh, weed. Oh, yeah, that's it. Okay. So you were really selling drugs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You are doing a public service. Public service, yeah. yeah. You are providing therapy. Uh, yeah. Mental health. That's true. 
therapy. That's what I mean, yeah. That's what it's all about. So when did you move out west? But it sounds cooler when you say, I sold drugs. It does sound cooler. <laughs> Keep that going. Yeah. Drug dealer. Exactly. Yeah. How, how long did you move out, move out west? Uh, so I was here in 2019. Uh, so I moved out in 2019. I uh, kind of came here for like about a week. And I saw the comedy scene, man. And just like the people around. Just the vibes. Just the, you know, the the energies here. And uh, yeah, I fell in love, you know. It's great. And have you ever found yourself being heckled on stage? Oh, facts, always, man. Um, there's always like that, you know, one, like one really drunk dude who's like, "Hey, fuck yeah, buddy, fucking, hey, buddy, you fucking funny Chinese motherfucker." Like like, Come on, man. I feel a bit old. You know what I mean? Stop it, stop it, shit, Michael. <laughs> so you, you go at them. I know, and I, I, I just simply tell them to shut the fuck up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I'm on stage, have some respect, you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, no, I learned uh, how to be uh, assertive, you know what I mean? That's big, that's, that's big. Cool, actually. That's a great skill to learn, being yeah. able to kind of control the crowd and make them laugh. Before comedy... Oh, oh it's getting sexy in here, it's getting sexy in here. Oh! Bruce Lee on there! ask me which, how sexy you could get before this. Yeah, we have Bruce Lee on the chest, man. You were generating all the heat yourself, my friend. Exactly, you were generating all the heat. Yeah, yeah. Before comedy, what was the dream? Uh, Jabberwocky. I wanted to be a breakdancer. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I was always on the dance floor, and uh, honestly, the first time I was on the dance floor, this girl, you know, she was like, she was dancing on me, and I'm like, oh shit, this. You know, penis ass action. <laughs> well, uh, you know, I think, and then I'm like, oh my god, what's this called? And it was called a wine. The wine? A wine. Oh, a wine! Uh, yes. yes. And, and the, that changed my life forever, you know? Uh, once I got that, you know, boner, and see, I, the goal, I feel when you're, when you're at a penis ass action, it's straight up the boner's there, and then you're kind of dry humping. <laughs> and the first time I came, to be honest, I was like, ah! And the fuck up the dude, she was Chinese. I was like, I didn't know Chinese girls could dance like that, you know? I was like, woo! That's it. Um, but yeah, I want to be a, a, a break dancer growing up. You know? And when did you realize that that was not going to be a possibility? I mean, I still I still hope the Jabberwockies are going to holler at me, because I still have the roots in the But I was just at the Roxy, um, like a week ago, and I was just standing there, you know what I mean? Just doing my thing. And, uh, oh yeah! Oh, you will! Oh, yeah, you will! Yeah. You will see it. During, during my uh, my my comedy set, I got you. Yeah. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Don't get too high. So I was uh, at the Roxy, and uh, I was just standing, and this girl was Latina girl was like, you know, just chalk turning on me. I'm like, all right, cool. I still got it, you know. So <laughs> she was dancing on me, and then uh, she bent over. I'm like, all right, shit, you know. So I stand up, and then uh, so she's bent over. I'm like, all right, so, you know, I put the heavy in her back, and I'm just whining. Like, oh, shit. And I pulled her, I pulled her hair, she let me pull her hair, and then I took, and then I took off her hair, you know? And, like, and I shot to the crowd, and I was like, yeah, and we had sex, you know? Damn, that's some move. He knows. Comedians are freaks, man. Yo. Hey? Put a little twist in the hips. Yeah. Never know what the fuck it happened. I'm not gonna get some lessons from this man right here. Wow, so yeah, I still, I still do want to be a double up, 100%. So once you, what, what would you consider like the the, the success for stand up? Honestly, right now, like, probably Netflix, you know, or even Hulu. I'll take Hulu. 
I'll tell you, let me just be on an online platform. <laughs> just a special. Exactly, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, special out there. And uh, just, uh, you know, touring. Um, yeah, no, but just, just having my, my art on on a platform where it's available to everyone. You know what I mean? Because right now, like, I figured out my voice. And it's, it's crazy because, like, I didn't know what, what my voice is mm -hmm. until this these little Asian kids, 18, 19, like, yo, we've seen you on... Uh, we see you live. We're like, yo, dude, you inspired me to talk to girls. <laughs> I'm like, yo, that's what's up, you know what I mean? Yo, that wasn't supposed to be funny. You also call a motherfucker. He's like inspiring people. I'm not here for you. 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 I'm here for you. I'm here for a living. Um, yeah, so he, he's like, uh, cause I have a story, he's like, he's like, yo, if you could do it, man, I could do it too. I'm like, all right, cool. <laughs> so that's, uh, that, 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 that's when I found out that uh, my my voice is pretty much like, um, I, I work with what I got, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So when I can push that, then, you know, it's, uh, it's a bigger picture. Comedy. It's huge. It's huge. You know what I mean? So, yeah, that's why... Uh, that's what I'm trying to push. That's what I'm trying to, you know, spread some love, baby. That's great. Yo, but for real, yeah, for, for sure. Give it up for him. That's honestly, and he's, yeah. And he means that when he says that, like, dude, out of everything, comedy is the hardest shit in the world. The hardest yeah. Like, you think about delivering, you know, giving giving a baby, whatever that's called, is that birth? <laughs> right? You think about, uh, you know. Childbirth? Yeah, like, you know. Fuck childbirth. I'm just like, it's this, it's this. This is childbirth. This is the international sign of childbirth. Right? Like, you think of all the hard-ass things that happen in life, comedy has to be the hardest thing, man. Right? Like, what makes... Just like some... right now, my dick is kind of hard. <laughs> That's, this is my radio voice. Those tight-ass jeans, man. You don't want that problem. I also want to, well, I also want to note that uh, the two comedians have ripped jeans. You know what I mean? So I'll leave better than Well, when they, when they're broke. I mean, exactly. That's you can't afford clothes that are covered. That's it, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Or you really like your kneecaps. Well, I am, I am requesting a higher pay. <laughs> that's what I'm requesting right now. Because I'm jeans, man. Come on, man. I mean, I'm living. I'm living. I'm living. If Mike's ripped for any bigger, they'd be shorts. Yeah, they're shorts. <laughs> the fuck? You actually have money. What the fuck? Well, I, I so, I, well these are... Uh, these are $24 jeans. I only wear twenty four dollars jeans. Right? And then H and M. And this is this is ripped myself. Yeah, yeah. Why splurged on jeans? I'm sorry. It's a little weird going in there as a forty six year old man and buying jeans at H and M. Yo, give it up for forty six. Give it up. Yeah, it's a little tough, but it's real. You gotta do it. You're aging well, man. You're aging well. Hell yeah. I have a Nigerian mother. That's right. That's what it's like. Black, don't clap, baby. Yeah. It's representing. Yeah. Everybody laughing is brown skin. Yeah. They know it. They know exactly it. what the fuck yeah. is up. Dude, seriously, you know, like, what made you do comedy? Like, what, like, what made you go, fuck this? I'm gonna fucking go for the hardest craft Man, to master. To be honest, when I realized that um, I could see myself in a third person. Right, and see myself in the mirror where I'm like, oh man, this is how people see me, but well, is it really how I see myself? You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So like people were portraying like yo, like I had to, I had to be the funny guy to make people laugh. 
because I was insecure. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But once once I found out that like I had actually made people laugh, like made people like laugh, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Then I was like, all right, I gotta, I gotta be. Uh, you gotta go for I it. I gotta go for it. Yeah. And and I yeah, that's it. Yeah. Yeah, taking a risk in life is what life is about. You know, is knowing you have something and that it's hard to achieve. Go for it. That's, you know? yeah. That's what makes your life fulfilling in the end. Um, well, I don't know. Like when, when I was born, I, I um, right away I went straight to the ICU. You know what I mean? Mm. So I, that's when I knew, okay, this, yeah, I, uh, life is a joke. That, that, you know I left the mom, I left my mom, and then like, straight up I was dying already, you know? Like I, I left the vagina, and then straight to the ICU, you know? And I went to the ICU, they, they cured my heart, and uh, yeah, you know, so I, I, I mean, Yeah, we're glad you're here, bro. We're glad you're here. We're so glad to know you. Can you imagine he went from the second hardest thing in the world? Childbirth, according to you, yeah. to the first hardest thing in the world, yeah. stand-up comedy. So go, go ahead and read uh, Jared these quick talks. Okay, cool. And for all the ladies who have, you know, done that, I, mean, I understand that. I understand. Okay. I'm not trying to say it's not hard, but it's comedy. Much love to the life givers. Yeah, much love to the life givers. Massive This is still. Uh, International Women's Month. Is it? Yes. So shout out to all the wonderful women in the room. I, I have to say I love single moms. <laughs> oh, Mike, come on, man. 40 year old vagina is the wettest vagina. The man's been around. There's a beetle that's so high, it's crazy. Oh my god. I'm not gonna answer that. I'm not gonna go there. I'm gonna walk out of here. All right, here you go. High face, quick tokes, sir. Are you a cannabis smoker or are you an alcohol drinker? Which one would you pick? Man, right now I'm, I'm alcohol, man. Cause uh, the weed here in BC, it has me manifesting at the fastest rate. <laughs> yeah. I, I just think with a little token, you know, my thoughts are projecting at a fucking exponential speed, man. Yeah. Holy, yeah. oh, I'm like, I gotta chill. I'm already, I'm already on the vibe, like sober. So you know, like it's, it's uh, yeah, it's a lot of alcohol right now. Alcohol, so, shots. Uh, how about this? Are you a romantic comedy person or a horror movie person? Man. So, last night. No, fuck it. Um, I'm, 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 uh, I'm a romance, you know, romance? 50 first dates. Kinda. Oh, really? 50 first dates? That's a pretty funny one. That's a good one. Yeah. Um, all right, so would you rather be up in the mountains or would you rather be on a sunny beach? No, that's at the beach for sure. Yeah, really? Yeah. Uh, I show, show my, my pecs, you know? Uh, <laughs> any, 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 any place where I can take off my shirt. For sure. yes. uh, I'm laughing! The man is sexy! Stop fucking laughing! I don't understand this crowd. Hey, what, what happened to them? Well, they're, waiting, they're waiting for you to take off your shirt. No. Come on, right? Let's do it. I'm not saying he should. No. I'm not saying he should. Yeah, I'm 46. <laughs> All right, come on. <laughs> Go on my MySpace. Uh, <laughs> DJ Left Foot. MySpace. You'll see why the Left Foot is amazing. Uh, nuts. Like All right, so would you rather go to a club and uh, and dance with DJ uh, with uh, the wreckage, or do you want to uh, stay in Netflix and just chill? No, I mean now I'm on the Netflix and chill vibe. You are? I'm done. Like, it's like, come on, man. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm, in, I'm like, you know, in my late 20s. What am I, like, what am I doing? You know what I mean? Yeah. What am I doing? Late 20s. What do I have to prove? You know what I mean? Yeah. 
Like in Fisher Vancouver, the scene is like that. Let me chill the ladies. Yeah. Yeah. Give the man some space. So hard being your late twenties. Let him let me please. Jesus. Alright, so uh, would you rather uh, do some Instagram or would you rather do a TikTok? Do a little TikTok? No, I do TikTok for sure. Do you do TikTok? Yes, sir. Oh, crazy. What, what, do you, what, what is the thing that you love about TikTok and the thing that you absolutely despise about TikTok? Like, why is uh, TikTok? The, the, the thing I despise is like the overbearing of uh, teenage girls. It's, uh, like yeah. it's a bit much. Yeah. yeah. It's a bit much. I love uh, the dance part of it, you know? It's, it gets me back to like the, the, the jerk days, you know, like the rejects, oh, yeah, 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 all that yeah, stuff. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, the dances are pretty good. Yeah, the dances are pretty good. Yes, sir. Yeah. So, you're a TikToker. Yes, sir. Ticking and talking. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And um, here's a question here Are you always finding inspiration for writing, or uh, do you have to have a vibe set up? Uh, right now, I, I'm, I'm finding a lot. It's more like internal right now, you know what I mean? Like, what led me to this moment, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm up on stage explaining what you're seeing. Yeah. So, every time I'm diving deep into what you're hearing, what you're seeing, so I'm just peeling down the layers of what makes Terry Drew, Terry Drew, you know? Yeah. Dope. It's amazing, dude. You're going to be so, you're gonna be up there yeah. one day. So, great segue. Yeah. Oh, man, the stage is yours. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm clearly the only minority here. I feel like I'm the only Filipino in the building. Go um, Yes, ma'am. Ladies, uh, tone it down a bit, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so basically, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I've been a minority my whole life. Like, if you're Chinese, if you're Chinese in America, you're a minority. If you're white in China, you're a minority. I, in elementary, was a minority, okay? I used to get bullied by, I used to wear one hearing aid, and I'll get bullied by kids with two hearing aids. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I used to, I used to get bullied by normal kids and kids with hearing aids, you know what I mean? I was the Michael Jackson of hearing aids. <laughs> for the football fans, I was like the Colin Kaepernick of hearing aids, you know? Oh, you know, because he was half black, half white, and he had to choose the side. <laughs> yeah, guys, I don't know, man. I, um, <laughs> mental health is very important. You know, if you need help, obviously get help. You know what I mean? Um, I got help when I was 10 years old. And this, like, like I, I, not by choice, you know what I mean? It was more the teachers were concerned that uh, I was, like, bullying these, like, hearing aid kids, you know? Like, <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Crazy. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you guys a story. So basically, the first time I went in, the first time I I, I entered a place, a school with uh, kids with hearing aids. Like I entered the room, this guy was looking at me. I'm looking at him. I'm like, yo, what's the beef? You know what I mean? Then, this guy's like, this guy starts doing gang signs. I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? And then the teacher's like, yo, relax. He's just saying good morning. You know? <laughs> that was like a kingpin of hearing aids. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. Um, yeah, guys. I, uh, yeah, so mental health is very important. Um, when I was 10 years old, like, I, I fortunately I got help, you know what I mean? And this, this bitch was the biggest gaslighter, you know what I mean? This bitch brought me up, tore me down, brought me up again and tore me down, you know what I mean? He's, he's like, oh, Darren, uh, it's okay that you're different. It's okay that you have hearing aids. It's okay that you're short. I was like, 
bitch, there was a problem, you know what I mean? That she was imposing that there was a problem with me when there was, like, I don't know, yeah, so get help if you need help is all I'm saying. Yeah. I, um, I'm Filipino, you know what I mean? I'm Filipino, and uh, when people see me, they don't go, oh, yo, yo, you Filipino? Though people try to guess what species uh, I remember, of, you know? Specifically dogs, you know? Like, like, oh, you remind me of my... I always get like, oh, dude, you remind me of a pug. <laughs> but you know what they say, right? You are what you eat. Right? <laughs> and I'm uh, only a pussy of each other. And it's that big, so. Yeah, man, I, um, I don't know, man, like, I, I feel like, I love pussy way too much, you know? It's like the best thing, like, I'm, I'm, I'm fucked up, I'm a freak, you know what I mean? Like, I, I will sit down, and I'll, I'll be like, yo, yo, lady, put your pussy on my face, you know? And I'll just, like, go to town, and, uh, uh, you know what I mean? Like, I am fucked up. But I recently found out that, like, like I'm, I'm a lover, you know what I mean? But last night, I found out that I'm a daddy. Yeah. Like this, this girl came up this girl came over after one of my shows. Uh she's like, like right away, like after my show, she's like, Oh, I want you to fuck me so hard, Daddy. I'm like, God damn. What is going on here? So I uh you know, I brought her back to the place and she's like, uh, so are you gonna fucking handle me like I'm a fucking little whore? I'm like Well, this is a dream. Filipino guy, fucking the white girl. You know what I mean? She's like, oh my god, choke me, choke me. So I'm like, shit. Like I'm, I'm a lover, you know what I mean? But this is like my mom taught me that, you know, that, the la that the lady comes first, like figuratively, and you know what I mean, comes like C-U-M-S, and you know, so yeah, she, so yeah, I was like, you know, I was, I was choking her, I was choking her, and I'm like, oh shit, you know, she's like, keep fucking me so long, and I'm like, like how I, well, how I have sex is like a Q-tip, you know what I mean? Like, like a Q-tip, you don't go in, out, in, out, you know, like, once it's in, and then you cram it in, and then you know what I mean? The sensation you get, you don't go, you don't go in, out, in, out, in, out, in, out, you know? And when it's in, you, and then you turn it out, and then you turn it out, and then you hit the spot, you know? Yeah, I got that Q-tip dick, baby. Yeah, man. Oh my god. I got that Q-tip dick, you know what I'm saying? Oh my god. Yeah, man. I like that, I like that so wild, man. I, I, uh, this girl hits me up. She's like, hey, hey, you wanna go for Brecca? I'm like, fuck yeah, I must have did a good job the first time, you know? <laughs> so, uh, so I go to Brecca, she's like, sit down. I'm like, god damn, why do you dress up again? So I sit down, she goes, where do you see yourself in five years? What's your for one k What, do you have plans for babies? I'm like, fuck, did I get this girl pregnant? <laughs> nope. She wanted to recruit me to a pyramid scheme. <laughs> yeah. So I was, I thought I was going to get some pussy. But this lady was trying to recruit me to a pyramid scheme. And you know what pisses me off? She's like, oh, oh, oh my god. Again, white girl. Oh my god, it's $500 to join. I am a comedian. Do you see my jeans? I don't even have 50 bucks, then. Yeah, that's my kind of guy. So they're